Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling Podcast, the place where you get real sales insights that are backed by hard science. And joining me today is Carl Polson. And Carl, we are going to talk about a really important topic, the topic of what do you do when you get rejected? Something that all of us in sales have experienced many times. Rejection is one of those things that in sales you almost have to learn to love or at least live with because I believe in sales, you know, a, a successful salesperson, their ability to deal with rejection, their ability to deal with negativity is one of those key factors in determining their future success as a salesperson because you're going to deal with so much of it on, on a daily, hourly, weekly, monthly, yearly basis in sales. So your ability to bounce back from negativity and rejection and do so quickly and effectively, you're right, can truly make or break your sales career. And David, you've coached salespeople across industries. I'm really curious, what is it like when a salesperson you know, has all these great skills but they just cannot handle rejection or negativity. How does that impact them? How does that impact their sales career? How does negativity impact a salesperson's career if they can't deal with it? Yeah, it's a big deal. In fact, the way you deal with failure really determines how much success you'll experience in sales. It is absolutely mission critical. So oftentimes when I work with salespeople, who get devastated by failure. In other words, so when they're prospecting, trying to develop new business, during that process, you're going to get rejected quite often. Even the best salespeople get rejected at a very high rate. How you deal with that is mission critical or when you're pursuing a sale, right? None of us sell 100% of the clients or potential clients we work with. So how do you deal with that? And oftentimes I see that when salespeople don't have strategies to deal with rejection. They let it beat them down. They let it dampen their achievement mindset, which we talked about last podcast, which is really predictive of how much success you'll experience. So for many, it devastates them. In fact, many people get driven out of the profession of selling because they cannot deal with rejection. It just ruins their day, it ruins their week, it ruins their month, and it becomes devastating to them. So this is really an important topic because what great salespeople do is they take rejection and they learn from it. They use it as the fuel that makes them better. And that is a big differentiator between whether you become an elite sales performer or you don't. And I know that we were chatting earlier and you mentioned you've run into salespeople before that maybe learn a great new sales strategy but maybe they're trying it out. They get rejected by one person, one person, and they never go back to it. They completely revert back to their old ways. And thinking through that, how devastating. I, I mean, just the growth that you're not able to obtain because of that fear of rejection and negativity is it really hinders, I think, a salesperson's career. So let's say that that you know we're in sales and we're really looking for ways to effectively, you know, science-backed ways to deal with negativity and rejection. What are some strategies you have there? 
Yeah, there's a number of them. Um, one of the main ones that I teach and that I use personally, and it's really been transformative for me and for many others that I've taught it to over the years, is a strategy that's backed by science that I created called Reflect and Flush. Reflect and Flush. And what it sounds like is exactly what you're doing. <laughs> so when you're in the sale and you get rejected, so let's say you're prospecting or you're pursuing a client and they just tell you no and it stings. What I want to do is I want to use that to get better. Like we talked about when we talked about win-loss analysis a few podcasts ago as well, we want to stay greedy, right? I said, when you lose a sale, get greedy. Why did I lose a sale? I want to use that to get better, to increase my wins in the future. So the same idea when I get rejected, first thing I want to do is reflect. Now, sometimes we get rejected in sales and it's not our fault, right? You're just dealing with someone who's having a bad day. You're prospecting and they come down hard on you and you go, okay, that might not have been that much of, of me. Maybe it was more them, but regardless, anytime you deal with that, I want to say, okay, let's reflect on that. What could I have done better? What can I learn from this that'll help me in the future? So I want to reflect. And then once I've done that, let's say I say, well, you know, I could have, the intro was a little clumsy. Okay, what should I have said? Well, maybe if I would have done this, that would have been much better. That would have decreased the likelihood of getting rejected, right? So I'm thinking through, what, reflecting on what could I do to improve? Mm -hmm. Now, once I do that, I want to say, okay, I want to put that into practice. Right. So I'm learning from it. Mm -hmm. Then what I want to do is flush. And what this means is I refuse to think about this ever again. What really hurts salespeople is when they dwell on a rejection and it's no longer productive, right? They've already squeezed all the value they can get out of the encounter. Now it's just that negativity is feeding their mind and influencing them. And that is bad. There is a lot of science that shows that when you get in a negative mindset, when you allow rejection to lower your emotional state, it it decreases creativity, it decreases problem solving, it decreases your ability to convey positive emotions, all of which is mission critical in selling. And so we want to take this really seriously. Negativity in sales is cancer. Negativity is always bad. So once I get go through rejection, reflect on what can I learn from this? What could I do better? And then I'm flushing it. So when my mind goes back and wants to dwell on it, because that's what our minds do, I'm in charge of my thoughts. My thoughts are not in charge of me, right? You are not your thoughts. Throughout the day, all kind of unique thoughts will pop into our minds, some of which are good, some of which aren't. We want to be the master, not the servant of our thoughts. So when this happens and you've already done your reflecting, you're trying to forget, move on, you mentally flush it and your brain goes back to it, you're going to want to go, nope. Not thinking about that, reject it and focus on something positive. Reject and refocus, reject and refocus. Because this is a skill, just like any other skill at first, it's a little tough. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And when you can master this, and it doesn't take that long, then you can really control what you focus on. And that can be a big deal when it comes to selling because you want to focus on positive things, things that empower you, inspire you, lift you up so that you are able to perform at your very best because the difference in sales results from someone with an optimistic mindset versus a pessimistic mindset, 
the studies on this are quite conclusive and there's quite a few of them. Usually it's about a 20 to 40% increase in sales with optimist. And if you're a pessimist or you have that negative mindset, you're looking at a 20 to 40% decrease in sales. So this is not a small issue. This is a big deal. So practice reflect and flush. And if you use that strategy, I promise you, the more you use it, the easier it becomes. And then rejection won't ruin your day. You'll learn from it. You'll move on and it won't haunt you anymore. Now, I know that's made a big impact in, in my life using this strategy. And I know, Carl, too, we've talked about in the past mm -hmm. some of the ways that Reflect and Flush has really positively influenced you in your career. So I'd love to hear maybe an example, if you wouldn't mind, of, of how you've used this idea. Yeah, well, I, you know, in sales, I'm getting rejected left and right. So yeah, as a matter of fact, I have, I have for, for our listeners, they won't be able to see this, but for people viewing this on video, I actually have a poster of Frank Sinatra, who's one of my idols. And there's a quote that says, the big lesson in life, baby, is never be scared of anyone or anything. So whenever I do deal with rejection, after I reflect and I always try, you know, to make sure if there's anything I could have done, that I make that an action plan right away so that I don't just leave it hanging there, that I truly act on those. But, you know, as I flush those thoughts away and they come back up, I always just take a quick look back at that poster, read that quote, kind of separate from the thought and then jump right back into it. Because the thought, it's, it's probably going to pop back likely. So your ability to kind of pivot and refocus yourself on something positive. So whether that's having, you know, a picture of, you know, your animals, a significant other, your family at your desk, something positive. So you can quickly refocus yourself when you're flushing is, is something that I've, you know, used a lot. And I know, you know, for me, um, I actually started my career in my late teens and early twenties, trying to make it as a professional jazz singer and starting out, I was still learning the ropes to say the least. And I remember being booed off stage on multiple occasions. I remember having jazz club owners, you know, throw my demos that I was giving them in the trash while I was still talking to them, um, trying to get them to book me for a show. So for me getting rejected on a cold call now, uh, getting a sales pitch rejected, you know, it's kind of like a walk in the park in some ways, kind of like <laughs> tying, tying my shoes because of the rejection that I've, I've had to go through in the past. And I had had no idea that when I was trying to make it as a professional singer, that learning how to handle that level of rejection would be so beneficial in my sales career. And it's not to say that I'm not affected by rejection. I don't like getting rejected at all. Um, I don't like losing. I don't like getting rejected. No one does. If if you introduce me to somebody that likes getting rejected, I, I they're probably at a mental institute. Um, so I think that it's really important to leverage that reflect and flush along with, you know, looking at maybe experiences earlier in your career where you maybe handled rejection on a much larger scale and you still came out on the other end. And being able to kind of use those two thought processes in tandem has really allowed me to have a much healthier relationship with rejection. And really, you know, it's kind of like something that I just know, it, again, it's just part of your day in sales. It's not something that has to carry so much weight because, you're not getting rejected as a person. It's maybe your product, or like you said, maybe they're having a really rough day. Um, and there are so many ways, especially the reflect and flush method to successfully deal with these negative thoughts. So you don't get stuck in a rut. 
Don't get stuck falling into a sales slump, which I know we talked about too in a previous podcast. It all comes back to successfully handling negativity and rejection. What do you think? Yeah, I completely agree. I think um, you want to think through and practice reflective flush and start using it. It's a really powerful strategy. And beyond that, though, too, to piggyback off of what you said, we don't want to let other people um, determine our actions or speak that much into our lives. There's very few people that I want to have that much control over me or what they say impacts my day, my week, my month, right? There's only a few people that I want to give that that much to, people that are very close to me, right? That what they say impacts me. But for professionally, I don't want any prospects, ideas um, to have that much of an impact on me where a negative comment can, you know, destroy my day and influence then my professional life, right? I don't want to give anyone that much power over me and nor should you. And reflected flush really helps you act on that idea, act on. So when you get rejected and you learn from it, so there's, there's oftentimes a lot of good lessons when you dust off all the negativity, there's can be gold sometimes in a rejection. And I know many salespeople, myself included, have used something that happened in the past that was negative as a stepping stone to, to greatness that helped us get so much better. So a negative experience you can learn a lot from. So we want to recognize it for what it is. But once you're done learning, and that's the point of reflective flush, once you're done learning, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're done. You don't have to think about it anymore. In fact, thinking about it after you've learned from it is always counterproductive. Flush it. Just mentally, I'm flushing it away. And when you do that and you keep, when your brain goes back to it, as we've both talked about, just redirect it to something else. Focus your brain on something else. At first, this is challenging. It gets easier and easier. And when you do that, it frees you up. You're free. No longer are you a slave to what someone else does to you. Now you can rise above all that noise, all that negativity, because negativity is something we deal with in sales and life, mm-hmm. right? And never, it's never going away. It's just unfortunately how the world works. But for us as sales professionals, our professional success is determined by how we deal with this. If you let it beat you down, then you're beaten down and you will not be able to perform and create the life that you desire. So this is not a small issue. I would encourage our listeners, think through that reflect and flush strategy. It's incredibly simple, but it's also incredibly powerful, and it will help you navigate negativity and rejection in a productive way and a freeing way, that you're no longer a slave to these negative ideas that people throw at you. You can learn from them, and then move on as if nothing happened. You squeeze the value out and you move on. And I know you've mentioned it, Carl. I have uh, as well. And many others I've trained over the years on this idea. It frees you. It gives you your life. But you can have a bad, something bad happen to you, a harsh rejection, you know, and it doesn't ruin your day, right? And you learn from it. You move on. You're free. And now you determine how you act. You determine what you think about not someone else. And that's empowering. And that's what we all want, control over how we think. And when you can get some level of that, it's incredibly freeing. It's incredibly powerful. And towards our topic, it sets you up for heightened levels of sales success. 
Absolutely. And this is by far the reflecting flush has been one of the, the most impactful techniques, you know, you've, you've ever taught me. And I think our listeners um, give it a try. It really is extremely simple and extremely powerful as always, David, such a pleasure chatting with you until next time. Have a great rest of your week and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Carl.